Welcome to a very special edition of the Tom Golly official podcast. This is the Christmas party. And with me today is some of my favorite people. If you've come and see one of my live shows, you've seen these guys. If you've, uh, and one of these guys, if you've uh, listened to uh, my last couple releases, uh, is a big part of making those happen. So I'm going to start off by going around the table, introducing these guys one by one. So the first one I'm going to go to over here is my good man. Uh, yes, I'm going to go this way instead. Of the, we're going to change the plan around a little bit. Sweet. Uh, everyone's like, wait a minute. Is he's, I thought he was going this way. No, I'm going that way. So across the table from me is a good, good buddy of mine. He does a lot of cool stuff. Uh, he's played guitar for me at various events. Um, he's also helps me out with the podcast quite a bit. Um, he's a great videographer, a great musician, great friend, and a huge collector of Funko Pops. He owns six. Uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome, Nathan Ludstrom, to the uh, to today's podcast. Thank you, Tom. Uh, for all of you here who have not seen my party trick, uh, I have one party trick that I want to show. He's super off. festive. Yes. I got to light up hat. <laughs> All right. So I'll leave this on for a little bit and <laughs> elevate the party. That's right. Because you got to. You got to elevate the party. I brought the very special one bite. Everybody knows the rules. Uh, ugly Christmas sweater. I rock in that. I am dying in it right now. But hey, that's uh, the Christmas season. So um, to his right uh, is um, it's my main man, Victor. Uh, it's Victor Roman. He is a producer. Uh songwriter he is uh one heck of a guitar player he's played bass for me um he is a big part of making the tom golly official podcast uh, happen he does all the editing including some of the funny things that you see in some of the episodes um that's his that's his revenge on me but <laughs> please welcome victor roman welcome man thank you it's i'd rather be on that side of the camera <laughs> Probably. I mean, you definitely got the face for a podcast. That's for sure. Uh, so next to him is a very, very special person to me. Uh, he is a, you've seen him. He's played drums for me. Um, he's pretended to play guitar in a few of uh, my, maybe my TikTok fun videos that I've put out. Uh, you know, he easily gets mistaken for Chris Daughtry many a time. It's true. <laughs> it's true. But uh, that is my main man. That is Chris Carrion. My wayward son. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for being I'm a, here. I'm man. a little, uh, Victor and I kind of look the same, so I'm a little. <laughs> <laughs> you do, but I, I think he, I think you win the uh, the battle of the bald. Battle of the bald. The battle Take of the bald. Take the glasses off. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah, wins yeah. the battle of the bald? Chris, how'd you get over now. there? <laughs> it's not over. Chris, when did you oh. get a nose ring? Yeah, when did you get a ring? Wait, 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 did you guys switch seats? This is weird. <laughs> Yeah, and by Battle of the Bulge, you're talking about your bellies, right? <laughs> out of everybody here, I think I think right now the shape I'm in, I think I win that battle hands down. Oh my God. So to my left is um, he's probably the newest member of my uh, of of this little family that I've started. Uh, he loves his wife. He uh, he says her name a lot, um, especially during prayer about needing hope, and you know that also is. And he's a newlywed, amazing man of God, incredible guitar player. Loves his church, lots of zeal. Loves wearing random uh, Goodwill uh, First Church. What is that? A First Church hat? You yes, found first, first Church of Baptist of some church in Illinois. Yep, but it's my prized possession. Yep, and this is uh, Jonathan Denny. Welcome, man. So happy to be here, man. Man, so uh, one of the fun things I thought was going to be cool about this episode is normally I have one guest, I have one guy or, or one gal or whoever comes on, and we just sort of talk about a lot of what they've done, what they're doing, what maybe 
just whatever sort of comes up. And I thought this would be fun to have you guys on and, and kind of let you guys share with each other. Cause you guys have all been out with me in different times, different junctures, different shows, and some, sometimes together, sometimes not. And there are a lot of crazy, funny stuff that happens. And I thought this would be a great opportunity for fans of the podcast, fans of my music to kind of get a glimpse into some of the things that maybe they haven't heard about before. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, Think you know, really hard about it's this. it's a Christmas gift to the world, um, you know. And um, Tom is the gift. Now, just remember, guys. Just and the only thing I want to warn my crew about here is this: for every story you think you have on me, I got one on you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just be mindful of these things. Um, so anyhow, uh, man, so I guess it's been a crazy year. Some of you guys have played with some other people. Um, I know I'm your favorite to play with, easy, hands down. Hands down. You know, they, I mean, th there's a reason why, like, when I see posts by some of you guys, I'm the first one you thank. Hey, I... You know what I mean? It's a reason for this, right? <laughs> Probably because you know I'll be like, why don't you thank me first? Bro? Yeah, I was missing, a couple, I was missing a couple zeros in my paycheck. There it is, you know? I mean, especially because I'm paying you in Dogecoin, so <laughs> works out pretty well, you know? Mm -hmm. But, man, it, it's, again, been a crazy season. So, I mean, what? Um, it, when looking back on the year, um, I mean, what would you – I mean, and, again, anyone can kind of pick this up here, but, like, what would you say is, like – the, what maybe there's a show we did maybe there's something you know maybe it was a rehearsal whatever it might have been what's something that kind of stands out to you is like the man i'm gonna be telling that story for a long time well, I'll, I'll start with this one because i know mine right away i've already thought about this question because thinking like i'm on a podcast with tom he's gonna ask a gig story i'm like what's my gig story my first gig with tom uh, was you, I, and Chris were out. We went up to Missouri, and we played a festival in Missouri. Okay, we were in the van. On the way back to Tennessee, we were supposed to get home at 10 o'clock at night. And that was late, but it was going to be okay. We didn't get home until 3 a.m. Oh! We were, oh, we were totally, stuck in Kentucky. We, totally stopped yeah. in Kentucky right, yeah. in a one-lane construction zone oh. because there was a blockage somewhere uh, miles ahead of us. I'm a little worried about how much of the story he's going to tell right now. <laughs> um, I, edit, edit this out. Edit this out. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a long five hours past the time we thought we were going to get home. Uh, we sat in that van with the van off in park light lights off, like just hanging out, playing cards, goofing off. Um, I learned how competitive Tom is when it comes to cards. <laughs> that is uh, a true story, everyone. <laughs> no, it oh. was um, oh. there was. <laughs> There was visible aggression. Uh, <laughs> and then Karen, two cars behind, is like, did that van just flip? <laughs> I mean, I think there may have been one or two times where I did open the door just to yell. I was so mad. Uh, so the just, just to, just to, to cover, we were playing um, Egyptian, it's uh, Egyptian Rat Tail, Egyptian Rats Crew. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of different names for it, and anyone who's ever played that game knows how frustrating it can get. <laughs> And this is poor Nathan's first time out with me. And I'm kind of really surprised he's still around after this. You know, I, I think I may have um, playfully, half kidding, half serious, 
dove at Chris's neck to choke him. Well, I mean, when you win eight straight games, <laughs> that's only fair. No, it was 12. It I, wasn't, won, it I won 12? You won 12 counting cards straight there. games. Yeah. 12 straight games. It was, it was the most frustrating Those drummer thing. hands. Yeah. It was, oh, man. I mean, it was... I don't think I've ever. I mean, I, and, I'm, I may have literally dodged a bullet <laughs> at some point. Oh man, I, yeah, that was. Uh, you know that that. Uh, I think that's enough of that story. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was so. Yeah. I like very fond memories of my first gig out being part of Tom's crew. Yeah, I mean, and, or <laughs> maybe, maybe he stayed on the crew because he's afraid. He's like, oh no, I've seen what I can. Have. <laughs> Oh man, that was that was that was that was a night, man. Like mm -hmm. we're we're like maybe two hours out from home. Mm -hmm. We're like, hey, we're gonna grab some food quick, and then before you know it, it's like three a.m. We're just like, no, mm -hmm. it was tough. Yeah, man, that was that was that was good times, man. Definitely some good times, um, man. I I well, I I'm just gonna say this, um, you know, there was some not so good times for me very recently. And uh, I know Chris and, and Chris and Jonathan were out with me on on the, I think it was one of the last runs we did, and man, uh, I'll let them tell that story because my gosh, you know, um, you know, being healthy is something that I've I've always prided myself on. I've you know I know what story. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so being being healthy, uh, you know, is just something I've always prided myself on. You know, and uh, I'm always. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm being sick or anything like that just doesn't really happen much to me. Okay. And then there was a, then there was a, then there was Virginia. So I'll let, we did a little run. We were heading up to the Northeast. And uh, yeah, I'll let these guys tell that story, man. Cause that, that, that was, I, that's a, that's a, that's a night that I don't think they're ever going to let me forget. I just remember uh, stalking, uh, stopping at a like a, a Sheets or a Loves or something uh, somewhere. I think it was Sheets. It was Sheets. It was yeah, sheets. it was <laughs> somewhere on the road. And I, I'm I'm a big like meat, cheese, and fruit guy. So no matter where we stop, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna grab meat, cheese, and fruit. Uh, probably not always the best option, but um, so I had grabbed one, and then you looked. You're like, I'm gonna get one too. So you grabbed like the one right after I had grabbed, and we get in the car. You know, all's kind of well and fine. We're all kind of eating, snacking as we go, and all of a sudden, Tom just kind of starts letting these little hints that he's just not feeling super well, and it's like, man, my stomach's just. Man, something's off. Some it's, it's like an hour goes by or yep. more, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Tom's like, Man, "I feel like I've I've got to I've got to throw up. I I just can't. I just won't do it. I haven't thrown up in ten years. It's something <laughs> something like what you say. You're like, I, I just can't do it. I won't. I'm like, he's trying to break a record. Yeah. And <laughs> no, it's just man. Like like for me, it was like man. That's just such a violent happening for me. Oh no, we know We're now. Like, yeah. We know now. It, it, that, it, it just it like I've blown blood vessels in my eyes. Like it's been bad, and I'm just like, no, no, it's, it's not. I don't need to do that. I don't need to do. So we and we're trying to kind of push through the night, like with the intention of we might get to this hotel at three or four in the morning, but we're gonna do it. And um, we are just pulling into some random town. I don't even know what state we were in at that point. We were probably in Virginia. Virginia. So we were heading up to Massachusetts. Yeah. So. No, we were in Maryland. That's where we were. <laughs> uh, um, so we're in Maryland, and all of a sudden, Tom's like, "Pull over, pull over." I I, I just got to. We pull over like the side of the road first, right? No, no, no it was we a were gas at the station gas first. station. I, and I said, you know what? I'm I'm gonna try to go to the bathroom. 
Yeah. So I don't know if you threw up in the bathroom at all. Yeah. So you come outside and I'm sitting in there with Chris and we're just like, man, this really sucks. Cause I like, there's a lot of compassion. Cause like, I know I, we all know how it feels to get sick. And then Tom's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to take a lap outside. And you start walking yep. and you come, you walk away <laughs> and you're like, and you're like walking back and you're like, Hey, yeah. you'd already told Chris, go ahead and get in the driver's yeah. and seat. Then get and then Chris gets out of the car to come talk to me. And he's like, you all right, bro. And then, yeah, and he's just, as you're walking towards the van, just bend over. And it's just the, I could hear you. You were like 30 feet from the car. And I hear just the loudest roaring thing. I was like, oh my God, is this what it sounds like when they like let off one of those pressure valves at the hot, like the Hoover Dam? And so then you're fine. But then you're kind of walking over, like you're about to get in the back seat. And I'm looking at Chris like, man, this sucks. I feel so bad for him. And then I hear it again. And I'm like, I could not help myself. I start dying. So it's like, but it was like this big beast roar. It was, it was, it was not fun. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, then I'm thinking, no, we're in back in the van. It's like, Oh, I think I'm good. I'm good. I think I got it all. I got it all. I'm okay. And we're driving for maybe what 30 minutes, and then I'm like, I'm in the back seat, like, and then I'm just like, Chris, like, just hitting him, like, pull over. But the worst part is this: the man pulls over, and I hop out of the van to uh, like this drop off. I'm just like, whoa! So I'm trying to. Like, like balance on the ravine and like get rid of the rest of this demon that's in me. And it, <laughs> yeah. but then, so here's the funny part. So then, uh, you know, we end up going, I go, you know what? I like Google. I find out like the nearest hotel. I'm like, I, I can't, I, I just need to lay down and go to bed. <laughs> and these guys are like, well, we're, we, we check in a hotel. I'm like a zombie. I mean, for those who could see on camera, I was just kind of like, 32 rooms, thank you. Okay. <laughs> and uh, check us in a room, and they go, and they're like, do you need anything? I'm like, dude, just bring me back some kind of soup or something. And, you know, I, I pride myself on being, like, the big brother in the room. I'm the guy who's going to, like, someone messes at you, I'm going to protect them. I'm the fighter. I'm the tough guy. That's sort of, like, my vibe, you know? And... Sure enough, you know, I finally like. I mean, while they were gone, I I took a shower. I I I was feeling a little better, but still just out of it. And I'm like nicely. I'm like in bed, and Chris comes in. I gave him the, my room key, and he comes in with some soup and puts it on the nightstand. And you know, and I'm just like, thanks, Chris. I really appreciate it, man. You know, it's just like feeling like, oh no, I feel like this little child being like taken care of. And in the morning, it's just like, forget that happened, you know? It's like, you, you want to go, bro? <laughs> oh, man. But crazy. But you know what, man? As funny as that story is, I got one about this good man right here. Okay. <laughs> so it was the same run. Okay. <laughs> we were coming back home this time. Okay. No, was it the same run? I don't think it was. No, it was. It was, it, was it? No, it was a one-off that we did. It was did. a one-off. Oh, no, you're right. It was a yeah. one-off. We did the one-off, okay, and we got in pretty late. Well, because we, we went out, we got some food at uh, what was it Old Chicago? Well, yeah, because the Applebee's was closed at nine for <laughs> some reason. Yeah, Applebee's closes at nine. Okay, that's not fancy like. Okay, we didn't get to have our Bourbon Street steak with the Oreo shake. We didn't have any of that. That's no. God saving you from yourself. You don't need this. 
Yes. <laughs> so we ended up at an old Chicago. You know, we 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 had our we had our our, our great uh, our great pizza, and uh, so then you know we're back at the hotel. We're you know it's sleeping, and you know it's it. I think it's maybe four o'clock in the morning, and I just hear. <laughs> knocking on the door constantly. And at first, I'm just kind of laying there going like, hey, this got to be somewhere in the wrong room. And it keeps happening. So finally, I get up, and I'm just kind of walking in the dark to the room. And, you know, I put on my full New York, like, who is it? You know? Because I want to sound like, hey, they want, want, you know, if somebody got bad news, they might be like, oh, we just, this is the gangster room. I don't want to mess with this. <laughs> and John, I open the door, and it's Jonathan. And he's just like, hey, sorry, man. I don't know how I got out here. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm kind of like, you know, me, a little concerned. But I'm like, wait, wait, let's talk about this. And he just like face down in the bed, back to sleep, you know. And I'm kind of like, he's explaining that. I want to know. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I apparently I'm, you sleepwalked. I just woke up in the lobby <laughs> fully clothed. Like, and, I, and I was not, I was not clothed like like I was. I had put like pajama shorts on and everything, but I woke up in full garb, whatever. And I'm just in the lobby with my bag around my shoulder. I'm like, what is going on? And so I kind of stumble my way up, and I don't even remember that. I don't even remember this this part of the conversation. I remember knocking on the door and then just waking up. Yeah. That just, so, so, I don't know what happened, so man. So the funny part is when you guys went out to the – you guys beat me in the van in the morning. I asked the lady at the at – because the, it was like 7 a.m. Uh -huh. I asked the lady up front. I'm like, hey, did you see that guy walking around down here like or like, or like a couple hours ago? She's like, yeah, he just kind of stood in the middle of the lobby for like 15 minutes. And <laughs> Just standing in one no spot, way. and I'm just like, "Can I get the cat? Can I get the video?" Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. That's oh my funny, god! <laughs> I just remember being really concerned. I'm like, "How did you find our room?" <laughs> yeah, I don't, did you just start like start knocking on every door until somebody oh no. like. I I, rem I remember waking up <laughs> and finding the door, and then that was it. I just remember like, okay, this this door, because it's like it was like we were in like room like three thirty. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. And that's all I remember. Yeah. So, Victor, you, you've come out and been part of a couple shows. Most of the time, you've actually driven, like, you didn't tour, like, hop in the van with as much. You've kind of always kind of met me in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you drove there separately. I mean, is, is there anything? <laughs> I'm your 911. Yeah. You're I'm my, your 911, yeah. essentially, what happened. Victor's actually been the guy I have called. I'm like, yo, man, we're going to be in Iowa tomorrow. I need a guitar player. You know, uh, it's, it's kind of an event, respecting a lot of people. You know, and uh, I was like, I kind of, I need you, man. Can can you make it? And sure enough, man, dude's like, all right, I'm there. You know, I mean, <laughs> without even like much of a conversation. My story is like, they have not, like, it, it took a while to get to that point, but my two stories have nothing to do with it. I have two because one's about me and how, like, something that was funny with me and embarrassing for me. And then the other one's for you. And I'm going to apologize for that one in advance. Because <laughs> uh -oh. this one, I felt so bad. But the first one was like the first show I ever played with you. The first show I ever played. With I feel you like was there's that. a theme. The first show thing. <laughs> yeah, the first show that I ever played with you, because uh, you 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 said it to me. This is before you even really knew me. Is you sent me what's expected, like your your, your contract, whatever. Yeah. It's like show blacks. It's not really a contract. It's just more of like, hey, this is this is what I want, yeah. and this is what you can expect from me. Yeah, it's totally yeah. You sent me your she is like show blacks. So this I was all set. I was like, I got black skinny. Oh, my antlers are attacking. 
But uh, I had like my show blacks, my jeans, everything. I knew the set. I was rehearsed. I was good. I was locking it down. I was a pro. And then I realized once I got on stage, and I'm a pretty active I'm a pretty active musician on stage mm. compared to what you do. I'll let the track do its thing, and then I'll play a lot of the hard parts because I don't need help. I'm good. But then <laughs> when... <laughs> I don't need when, that. I don't need the tracks. I'm good. I do one spin with my guitar, and I'm lucky I wore a long tee because in front of... It was it was a good-sized crowd. It wasn't full, but we were the opener that day. Yeah, yeah. I did one spin. <laughs> My pants are like, I feel them tuck underneath my butt cheeks while I do one spin. The first spin in the first song. And I'm just like, oh no. Oh no. Oh, and the entire time. So the entire time I'm in like the guitarist power stance. Not because I think it's cool. Not because I want to be. sheer necessity. Because my pants are going to fall down. And I'm doing this. Like, I don't really, I can do like little spins and stuff. I was, I was at a CCM concert. It was a CCM show, but I was, was that, kicking like it was a deathcore Metallica. Was, like, yeah. was that was that was that one fest newsboys? That was the first one. Yeah, oh, one gosh. fest newsboys. And, I was <laughs> and there's a video of that. You see me like like I'm like a pelican just whoa <laughs> to keep my pants on. Oh no, that's funny. <laughs> that, was, oh. that was the one for like that's probably the most embarrassing for me, but like for you. For me, <laughs> you. This is what with all so people that I, I think I can say it because you've said it and you you you're open with it. And you're open with the story is you've lost a lot of weight from where you used to be. Oh, yeah. at, at one point, COVID's given me back some, mm-hmm. but yeah, at one but point he I, lost a ton of weight. And I actually I I didn't play with Tom, but I saw Tom when he had his old crew before before like BC before. Us before any of us, he before had his crew. Own, yeah. yeah, before crew, <laughs> and and he was super nice, super great, super nice guy. But he was playing at this venue. It wasn't a venue. It was a it was a part. It was a theme park. Oh, Holiday World. Holiday yeah. World. Yeah, yeah. We were at that Holiday World. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, 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 it sounds like the kind that it's like. You're expecting to go to Six Flags or something else. It's like, we're going to Holiday World. It's like, Mom! <laughs> That's kind of like when you ask for, like, a uh, like a Star Wars lightsaber when you're a kid for Christmas, but yeah. instead you get, like... Bible Man <laughs> saber. <laughs> or you get, like, Bible Bible you get, like, the no-frills, like, the, you know, the the, the galactic light, light sword. Galactic laser sword. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But actually, it, to be fair, it was actually pretty decent for what it was. Sure. And sure. the hardest part about that kind of venue was... You had to park in like general. I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm getting there. <laughs> when you rolled up, so this, this isn't no a day I almost <laughs> pe- I almost died, is it? So there's a load in, and and it's so the load in spot from where they were making the musicians load in was like a mile from yeah, where the stage was, was in the far. park. Yeah. And you had to roll that stuff, and it was like an, uh, a slight uphill ramp. Not uphill to where you could do it, but uphill just to irritate you yeah. when you're going up. <laughs> and you're, you're getting to the stage, and you you get there, you play your show, you're fine. And then I see you load all the stuff down, and you got to go all the way back out there and load the stuff in. And he was treating us to the water park when we were there. And he's like, all right, we're going to get swim trucks. we go to the water park half of the park. And we get to the water park half of the park. So he's walked this long stretch, like however much he was a bigger dude. This big dude that was walking yeah. probably at least I was, three miles. I was so at far. my heaviest I've ever been at that in, in a hundred two degree weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he used to wear the poncho shirts, the poncho button ups that he used to. Have. 
I, I, I tried it. I just thought, hey, it looks cool to dress like this in 100-degree weather. <laughs> Let me do it. And then, so he walked, he walked, keep in mind, he walked, so there was load in, load off, the walk back to the water park, which was actually <laughs> past the stage. Yeah. It's like probably about a mile and a half. And then he gets to the water park and he's like, I don't know where my wallet is. Oh. I don't know where my wallet is. <laughs> All oh. So everybody's watching the water slides and everything. And he's like, I don't know where my wallet is. I gotta go find the wallet. And so you gotta walk back. Oh man. <laughs> I've walked. never seen you that irritated. Uh. Oh. Wait, oh, I'm gonna finish the little bit of the story. Okay, go for it. So I had to walk. So I, I had walked back to where the venue was and I'm searching everywhere. And I asked a couple people, hey man, you see like a wallet around here, you know? And, and you know, look, to be fair, it was hot. Other people had other things going on. And most people were like, no, nah, I didn't see it. And like, it just felt like, man, no one cares. I need my wallet. I, we need <laughs> gas to go home, like rah, you know? So I had, um, so my guitar player at the times, guy Jeremy, and you know, great dude, you know? But he was su super short guy too, you know? And I'd sent him out and I was like, hey, so you're heading back to the van anyway. Can you check in my suitcase and see if my wallet's in there? Because at the time, there really wasn't much in the suitcase. So I'm like, just check and see if it's in there. Because I have a tendency to take stuff out of my pocket, just throw it in there. Check it for me. Calls me a little later. Yeah, man, it's not in there. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I walk all the way to the van again and look everywhere. It's not there. I walk back. Again, we're talking like a good mile and a half. Back. Imagine that guy who was just fuming out of his ears, yeah. but n saying the nicest things to people, everybody around yeah. him. He's like, you can go to the water park. You'd have a good time. He's like, yeah, go. you can go to the water park. Yeah. You'd have a good time. Yeah, you can yeah, go, go, go on ahead. ahead. I'll catch I got you. it. I got it, yeah. <laughs> so I walk all the way back to the where, where, where the stage was in the middle of the park, look around again, and I'm like... I I'm gonna check the van one more time. <laughs> Walk all the way back to the van, check again, can't find it. Then I decide, you know what? Let me check this suitcase. I take the suitcase out of the van, unzip it, open it up. It's literally right in the middle of the suitcase. <laughs> so I'm like, I come back, I find Jeremy and I'm like, you said you looked. He goes, I did. I go, did you take it out of the van? Well, no, I just kind of looked in it. He just unzipped it and looked in when I don't see it. Uh, <laughs> a black wallet and a black suitcase. I was just like, good luck getting home, bro. You're done. <laughs> but I will say, man, get it, I finally made it to the water park, and the water was like, a oh, it was amazing. <laughs> and I just wasn't mad anymore. I'm like, it's okay. I, You know what? I'm good. But man, that was a day that uh, I mean, look, Jeremy was my boy. Like he'll he'd he, if I asked him to walk five miles for me to get me something, he would have done it. Like totally cool. But the one time, the one time it would have been great. It would have been like that would have saved me a lot of trouble. But you know, the, it, honestly, it was that it was that day that made me know, hey man, I you know I I, I really need to do something about my health because like I really couldn't handle that. Like that was bad. And, um, you know, yeah, I, I lost a lot of weight after that, you know, and COVID gave me back some of it. But, you know, part two of that journey is starting again, and I'm excited for it because get back to, you know, kind of, I think we all had a lot, of, lot disrupted for us in COVID, whether it was a health journey, music journey, career journey. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 2021, things were creeping back slow. I think 2022 is a great time to get started and, you know, make new embarrassing memories to, to have a podcast at the end of uh, the year for, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So now you guys kind of shared a story, but I'm sure Chris has another one. So I'm kind of I'm kind of with Nathan. Um, I knew you were going to ask this question, so I've already thought about it. <laughs> and it is, and also a first time ever playing with Tom story. So there's absolutely a theme. Sure. Um, so if you've ever if you've never been to a Tom Golly show, one thing that sets Tom apart is he's got this crazy like light rig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, it's got this crazy light rig. It takes a while to set up, but it like it totally makes the show sick. Yeah. And um thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. So we set all this up. We were already running late to the venue and then like just I think it was a brand new crew, like none of us had played together at the same time. Um and so there's just a lot of like moving parts going around and everything. Yeah. And like we barely got everything set up before showtime. And uh, so Tom was like, hey, guys, like, you're pros. Just I trust you. Just do what you got to do. Everyone's like, cool. So we go up there, start the tracks, play the first song. The second song just goes straight in from you in the first song. Second song goes straight in. And then there's a break. Well, we got to the break, and I didn't know what to do after that. So (laughs) everything just dies. All the lights die. It's pitch black in the venue. I remember that. And like I didn't know what button I was supposed to press because we never we had we realized we never went through it. Mm-hmm. And so now we're just sitting here live and it's like Tom's looking at me like the death stare, like hit the button, hit the button. And I'm like yeah. And the, I and, don't know what And the worst is. the worst part is now what some people don't know. So Chris is um he's either he just doesn't like to listen or he's actually hard of hearing. I haven't decided. But now Chris is actually hard of hearing, which you know, he can hear fine. He does well, but when you're on a stage and you're wearing in-ears, you're hard of hearing to begin with. If I'm not on You know, that's probably all he sees and hears. And so he has no idea what I'm trying to convey because I'm not on a microphone and it's challenging. So, yeah, I, I, I do remember that. And I do remember him apologizing constantly. I'm like, dude, it wasn't your fault. I forgot to tell you how well, to just, do that part. Like, duh. You well, it's just like yeah. I, I remember seeing you and being like, like, I was terrified. I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I think you were like trying to convey to me like what to do. And then I saw this like light switch in your head flip off and be like, oh yeah, we never talked about that. (laughs) We didn't. Yeah. And that was just like, wow. It was just a very awkward, like, right. I don't know. It it felt like five minutes, but it was probably only like 30 seconds. And also because to be fair, the the way I had triggered tracks was different than what you used to. That's true. You were used to just maybe pressing number one and it goes where I always had it one space bar. Oh, and that's what I was doing. So I was hitting the space bar and you had programmed it to space bar would basically like kill everything. Yeah. And so like, I just kept hitting space bar thinking that's what I needed to do. And it was literally just (laughs) killing it. it (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So we ended up like, Later, we ended up uh, changing it to where he, um, you know, like, hey, he's like, well, I'm just used to just pressing number one and it goes, number two and it goes, space bars just to stop. So I made those changes. And actually, I'm glad because it's much easier. Way There's way less chance for a mistake because if you hit space bar a second time, it can throw a lot of things off. It gets wonky. So, but I, I, I remember that, man. That's funny. It's just like that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's you know, and, and I've had weird stuff happen with tracks too. Like uh, there's a guy uh, Brian who used to play drums for me, and um, he was very always good. He saved a few songs sometimes because something wonky would happen with the track, and he just you know kind of had the 
um, presence of mind to just kill the track and whatever. Like the song still went on. It maybe wasn't as full, but it worked. We finished it. And there's plenty of times where that happens. You kind of, the drummer or whoever's triggering tracks will bail it out because it's like maybe sometimes the band is just so off and the tracks are just like, oh, got goodbye tracks, you know, or, or in this case, they the tracks looped for some reason. So we're like halfway through the song and all of a sudden the intro starts oh, again while we're in the bridge. It's like, uh, uh-oh. It's the extended cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I've, I've just learned to tell a crowd if we completely like botch a song, it's like, well, that's our version of it. <laughs> you know, which is kind of like, oh, uh, yeah. You know, we know, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It doesn't have to be weird, you know. But uh, so I've got one prepped. Oh, you I was do? Holding on to. It's a very short one. Okay. And it's not, it, it's funny, but it's also partially just something that like, like showed me a lot about you and who you are and your character. Like, in a, like, I, it's just an awesome thing. So for those of you who don't know Tom, like in the short amount of time that I've known him, I've never seen him do anything halfway. And if he does full anything, send. it's full send. <laughs> and it's like, he is going to number one, like do the absolute most. And then two, he's going to get killer deals doing all of it is what I'm, that's what I'm telling. Um, that doesn't factor into the story at all that part, but like just, he does the most. So the, the van, that all the touring gets done in is called the iron van. Oh. <laughs> and it is, is full of all these awesome, crazy, cool security measures. And it's a beefed up machine. It's awesome. Well, I think on the second run we're doing with you, like, because you take such good care of this thing. It's like, if something's going out, it's like you, you take that as like your personal responsibility. You're like, Oh my God, like I messed up. Yeah. And it sometimes just things just go out. Well, the AC started to go. It would be going fine if we we're going downhill or like on a flat surface, but if he engaged yeah. like the gas at all, like it just kind of cut out. So just... the, and, and this, and this was kind of like this for a couple of runs. Um, just because it, to me at the time, it didn't seem like it was that serious. It was like, all right, it cuts out a little bit when you're on a hill, big deal. How many hills are you going to hit in a run sometimes on a highway? Right. So that was kind of my take, especially cause I'm in the driver's seat. Yeah. So that was sort of my mindset for the, like the, the, the two weekend runs that it was the problem. Oh, yeah. 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 And like, and we would like mention it and then, and Tom be like, yeah, I know, I know. Like, don't, don't worry about it. And we're like, okay, we're, we, we totally know he's got it. It's Tom not going to be. So, a- Tom is so hot back here. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and I think, and Tom, and Tom, even though he's absolutely, he's the most caring guy you'll ever meet. There's part of him going, come on, you big baby. Like, what do you like? And I understand that. I get that. But like, we'd be like, so I'm Chris was like man it's hot and so like and then i switched with him and i'm sitting back there going yeah i got the- mad at these guys because at one point <laughs> at one point like i'm we're driving and you know and it's a hot day and and, and i get it i mean it, it wasn't i mean again i'm in the driver's seat and i do have at least some air blowing on me or whatever you know and i'm kind of like it sucks but it's i mean i mean in my head i'm like it's not that bad and like to the point where like you know the air kind of cut out a little bit and like chris is reaching up from the back seat like feeling the air um and and i'm finally i'm just like you know uh, if you could say if you, you see this on camera you can see i'm kind of like guys stop doing this okay i know it doesn't I'll, help it's not that bad come on <laughs> stop all right it's not that bad and i'm like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry it's you know, and I apologize right away after kind of getting mad. Well, it's just because you yeah. care, you cared about like, like it, it mattered a lot, and it, re- it and, did, yeah. Well, and, and so, the, and we, then we didn't say anything. But for I like, honestly for didn't for think like, it was that bad. I really for, didn't. For three more runs, we didn't say anything because right. he's like, "It's not that bad. It's not that bad." <laughs> <laughs> we literally did three. 
We literally did three more two-day runs. And then, like, we at this point, we've done three, four runs. And then Tom goes. And I had done most of the driving in those runs, too. Oh, yeah, exactly. At least during the during the day I did. Yeah. yeah. The, and then, but, like, I don't know. I don't think it was the same. It was, it was a different run from... It was the from, next run after I kind of snapped at you guys. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> we're, we're three, four hours out from Nashville, and you've been riding in the back for a bit, and you just kind of sit up after laying down for a bit, and you're like, oh, my God, it's an inferno. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, guys, I am so sorry. So <laughs> oh, man, I never felt more... I'm, I'm laying back there and just literally like... It's just terrible. And what what I never realized was happening, like they had described it, but I didn't know. So it, there was some, so so ultimately there was a vacuum issue with the the air conditioner. And what makes me angry is that when I did fix it, it took me ten minutes and sixty dollars worth of parts to fix it. It was not a big deal. I mean, I literally one YouTube video, and I'm like, that's all I gotta do. Uh, and I felt worse. Like, I fixed it, and I'm like, mm, I should have done this two months ago. What? I'm thinking it's going to be a big deal. So, But what was happening was the AC would cut out because you're going up a hill, and it would lose vacuum pressure. But then it was op- it was closing it was closing the blend door, causing heat from, like, the heater core to get blown in behind this vent just in front of the back seat. So you're, like, right there in the you're back seat, broiling. and it's, like, it's just, like, 100-degree air just... <laughs> And you're just, I mean, and now bear in mind when you're in the front seat, you at least have some air blowing on you yeah. and you don't feel that. And I was just like, I am so sorry. Like now I, cause even now I'm in the back seat, like, if it's a summer day and you get out of a car and it's, and you're like, Oh God, it's so nice yeah. out here. But like, but think for me, like not just the fact like, Oh, you can fix it in 10 bucks in an hour. Like, like that was cool to me, but it's also just the fact that you, you, all of this is just a byproduct of how much you cared. Yeah, yeah. So it was in that moment. I'm like, I'll go anywhere with this guy. Yeah. I mean, my my philosophy on on look. I mean, you're 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 a solo artist. You bring guys out with you. First off, I mean, look, I'm I'm an indie artist. I can't pay what you guys are probably. You got listen. I know what you guys are worth. And you know, I mean, because you see what people go out for. Um, you know, some of the bigger artists. You know what some of those. Bammers are getting paid. Granted, they're on a bus, and those artists are getting paid way ton. But in my opinion, you guys are worth way more. The least I can do is make sure, hey, we travel comfortably, clean, and um, you know, at least because being in a man in, in a van for hours can be at times a miserable experience. Just when you when you know when it's hot or cold or whatever it is. So I always try to make it the best experience I can. Um, you know, and and except for maybe when we're playing cards and you know people are getting <laughs> choked and you know, <laughs> but you know, I and, and that's just sort of a, my philosophy. It's like you should at least enjoy the being on the road because playing the actual show is the smallest amount of time you're going to spend on almost doing anything. You know, so that that's always been a thing for me. It's like I want that to be enjoyable. I mean, like I, I think I, I owned the van for maybe like six months, and I didn't like the way it rode, so I like replaced the entire suspension. I mean, new springs, new shocks, new everything. Like, yeah, this thing just sucks when it hits bumps. I don't like it. It, it, it like, literally, it hurts everyone's back. Like, got to fix it. Put money into it. Because I just was like, this this cannot be, you know, sometimes we've been in the van for 13 hours. And it's like, this cannot be a terrible experience, you know. Um, I think I think what a lot of people don't realize, too, about, like, going on the road 
in a van, like you're hanging out with people and like that, like you said, like the show is such a small portion of time spent yeah. when you're doing a weekend run or you're doing a five day, seven day, mm-hmm. like you're spending 22 and a half hours with these people outside mm-hmm. of that show time. Yeah. Like what can you do to set everyone? I mean, even including yourself, like you're thinking, okay, like as an artist, what headspace do I want to be in when I arrive to the venue, when I arrive to the festival, mm-hmm. so that I can communicate with the people that I'm supposed to talk to, talk to, to check in, mm. to get uh, our load in, our schedule, make sure everything's like good. Mm. It's like, how can I be the best artist I can be? And how can I set up my crew and my band or my team yeah. to be the best they can be? Like, it's not just, it's not just about like, uh, like yeah, it, it my back hurts when I get hit on a bumps, right? Or when it when I hit bumps, like. But it's how do I feel after my back hurts when I show to the, show yeah. up to the gig and I'm yeah. crabby, yep. and now I'm not putting my best foot forward. And when we're working, doing uh doing shows with a uh, festival where there's ministry involved, like yeah. I, I don't want to show up and be crabby, right? Because like my back hurts from the van. Like I want to show up and I want to be able to present. Like yeah. that's why we like make sure. Message. That's why when Nathan comes on the road, we make sure we feed him before we come to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hangry Nathan yeah. is bad. Nathan. <laughs> that's happened to me the last couple times that I played for Tom. It's on a, it's few and far between. But when I do go and play for like it's happened recently with past with the past couple times. Yeah. how I've been by lack of comfortability from point A to point B before we play the show, it's affected my performance in a negative way. And I think one way we can improve that, uh, how hard would it be? You, you, you're, you're a thrifter. You go out to, to, to Goodwills and your bands and all that stuff. Sometimes you can yeah. find a DVD player. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 Hold I on. really right. feel like time, I just need time, to... time out, time out, time out. <laughs> The guy who shows up, and Chris Chris can can attest to this, who shows up with a MacBook, a ta- two tablets, an iPad, fifteen different pieces of tech, and you want me to provide a DVD player? But I don't Tom, pay. I don't pay for data. What do you think I made of money? <laughs> I mean, I don't pay for data. You live in Minnesota. Everything's free up there, right? <laughs> <laughs> just, just clothes and ludafisk. <laughs> there you go. But it's yeah, it, you know. But but yeah. I mean, ultimately, like the, I feel like you know, you're in the middle of nowhere. Sometimes you're, you're there's people you don't know, and um, you know, you need to feel comfortable. In, there's just a place, a place that feels like home, and home. The van is home. The home van is home base. It's a safe yeah. place to to hide. It's a safe, and it's it's got to be a place you're looking forward to getting into at any juncture. And, um, you know, that's something I always worked hard for. And, and man, again, I apologize to you guys for the inferno, the, the, the <laughs> oven that I put you guys in. I, I really, like, I really didn't know it was that bad. Like, I, I really didn't know. I just remember driving, and I see in the rearview mirror, you pop up. <laughs> you, like, you, like, rise up. Just, <laughs> guys, it's so hot. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. And part of me is like, okay. Um, I, I almost halfway like wanted to like I was like ready to offer you guys money, like, hey, how much to just go somewhere till it gets dark? <laughs> you know, like it was bad. Now, you know, it, it, and that I realize now that, that that was actually something that was slowly getting worse for over the course of a year. Cause I remember we were out on that Christmas tour and it was get really hot for no reason. 
and I realized that that check valve or whatever the problem was was like acting up even then. But we were in like negative fourteen degree yeah, Fargo, yeah. so it was right. like, oh, it's kind of. But nice. what it would do is, is, is like anybody who had a bag down where that 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 vent was, it would just cook whatever's in there. I remember, <laughs> I remember having like you know, I had like somebody gave us like chocolate bars at a show, and we're like, thanks. And I just kind of stuffed them in a pouch in my bag, and for some reason they were just melted. I'm like, how did this happen? It just made no sense. It's like three degrees out, you know, but man, you know, so it, yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely wild stuff that happens on the road, you know, but, um, I mean, now as far as the shows go and stuff, like what, what would, what would you guys say has been your favorite part of, I mean, ultimately, I mean, I know some, like you play, you've played with other people, you've played with other people, you've, we, everyone here has played with other people besides me. Like what's ultimately your favorite part about going out and playing shows with artists, whether it's me or someone else, like what is your favorite aspect of that? I mean, who kind of go around and kind of all chime in on it or. It's, it's fun when different things get pulled out of you, depending on who you're playing with. Yeah. And some artists will pull more out of you than others. Um, is that both on and off stage, would you say, or is it like, I would say mostly in an, uh, in an on stage, that's okay. the context I'm thinking of. And sure, specifically, sure, sure. um, some it's like, you know, maybe the songs are more challenging or there's some where it's like, you know, maybe the songs are not quite as, but you enjoy playing them cause you like what they say. Yeah. Um, but then there's like, in just in the context of when I'm playing with you, like, like it's always this super consistent energy and like, and you kind of free me up to I'm I'm a I'm a wild player and I love to get into everything that we're doing. Yeah. And you just completely support that. So it's really f I just love playing whenever yeah. we get to play together. Mm. So it's just one of those things, I man. It's like there it's all going to be varying degrees of different yeah. things. What what I've been what I've enjoyed about being able to bring you on the road is there's been times and opportunities to be like because you're an you're an artist yourself, you're a songwriter yourself, and and I mean you you, like I, I gotta say what bothers me is if, if we had like Simon Cowell and Paul Abdul like judging the contest, this dude's gonna win the singing contest hands down. It's just like incredible, That's you kind, know. Thank you. Yeah, but I mean, um, but you know what though, it pushes me as well to be like, man, like it just makes me want to sing better too. So it's been cool though to get opportunities to kind of because your your musical sound is a lot different than mine. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a good and and you know your vibe's pretty chill. It's really mm -hmm. chill, good to listen to. And then we kind of bring a different energy after that, which has been cool. But it's been cool to kind of get to facilitate that and kind of, you know, yeah, sure, this is my show, but I'm here to I get to spectate someone that I support heavily yeah. and enjoy watching that happen. And and I know that you genuinely enjoy, and it's cool. It seems like you enjoy like playing your own music just as much as other people. And mm -hmm. I think that's really. Um, um, I seen like for higher guys who do their own music, almost kind of resent the fact that they're playing other people's music. And you, for you, it's all this. It's all one and the same, man. And it's really, yeah. it's very, it's very cool to see, you know. And and yeah. I, I see that consistently, like within your life. Like, I mean, in all seriousness, like you, you, you've recently been married. The way you talk about your wife and your your marriage is the same passion about your church. Like you, you just everything that you do, you go in. It has all of you. And it's 
it, what's a consistent thing, and I think Chris has heard you talk enough about all these things to know, it's not a me, me, me. It's like, this is so great. I I'm lucky to be married to this woman. I'm lucky to be part of this yeah. church. Man, I love these songs. I love playing them. It's it's really cool to see, man. And just don't change that about yourself. I appreciate that. You Thank know? you, man. Because, I mean, I, I'm on the flip side. I, I, I'm going to be way more selfish moving forward. I'm just, it's the <laughs> me show. The me, it's all about me. I want to go to the church with me. I'm, it's not true. You know, just yeah. become a big old me monster, you know? <laughs> Some I, people think I'm already that. So, you know, I mean, why not? I have a podcast with my face on it, you know? I've put a 15 foot by 12 foot banner up in front of the crosses at churches. I mean, I've been accused of such things. I think you're just brilliant at <laughs> honestly, and I, and I say this, I'm not just blowing smoke, but it's like, I, I think that you're a really, really good self promoter in a world where, like, that's what you've you've had to promote yourself, and I think you're so good at it, and it doesn't come across any negative way at all. I mean, I, I feel like what I've tried to do is is I've I've tried to promote myself more of like this is what I like this is the message I can bring. Yeah. This is the experience that we can me and my crew can mm -hmm. bring, you know. And and to be fair, man, like without you guys, none of that can be what it is. You know, sure, I I co-wrote the songs, or, or Victor helped me produce some of the songs that you listen to and you record, but going out and playing and like you know um tom jackson talks about how like shows have you know it has to have you know your actors and your you know your chapters and all that stuff and you guys help create that naturally with the natural chemistry that you know like it's fun to see how like none of you guys knew each other before you ever played for me ever and it's cool to see like everyone like well we got together just before we started taping like it's like a family it's really cool to see that and and that definitely People have said that to me, like, you know, like, they're just like, man, you guys must have been playing together forever. It's like, no, it's not. We haven't. But you, there's some, the reason you guys bring that, you know, and and you guys definitely bring out the best version of me musically. Because, I mean, I say this all the time. I'm the least talented guy on a stage. I'm easily the least talented guy in this room. You know, um, I may just make up for that in effort. <laughs> you know um and at the end of the day it's like man i again i'll say this on record but like without you guys none of it happens so it's just definitely awesome that um you guys uh are willing to come in here and talk about both the good and the funny you know so i mean it, i was gonna say i'm glad you feel that way and that was your response to his answer because i don't think i'm gonna get that from mine from how so that you just said. <laughs> oh, no. because it kind of falls in the vein of your your selfishness and your your you like being a selfish dude but and it's kind of i don't think it i don't view it as uh what's it called self-indulgent i think whenever i go up and i play a show it's kind of weird. I go up and I see, I feel like I'm, what's that old video game that was pixelated and you had to like jump over, Pitfall. I yeah, feel like yeah, I'm yeah. the Pitfall dude. And I'm like in the video game and I'm like, okay, I gotta do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna have fun. So I see it. I see playing music live, no matter how easy it is or how good it is or, or how, how, how difficult it is. I see it and I make it a challenge. And I make it a challenge because the churches that I've served in, I've always been the only guitar player. I was slapped on a touring team yeah, same. as the only guitar player. So you got to figure out rhythm. You got to figure out lead. Mm -hmm. If your keys player is already holding down the pad, you got to play the synth parts. Sure. There's a lot of stuff you got to do. A lot of things you got to, you get to pick from. And you most of the time only go out with four dudes, including yourself. It's, it's four is the pretty common number. You have a guitarist, a bassist, a drummer, and you. Yeah. And that leaves a lot of, it, I have a lot to pick from. Yeah. I have a lot to pick from. And that's the best part because 
whenever there's not just one thing I can do, I like it lights it it lights up in my brain. I'm like, oh, I could do this this way this time. And yeah. then you always give me the look that's like that didn't work, and I'm just be like, I know it didn't work. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, and I believe in, I mean, like, the, there there are acts, I mean, and and I don't mean this to bash anybody, because I, I have done it. Like, I did a Christmas tour where, like, man, every element of my songs, except for the drums, was in, was in the track, even though I had a guitar player. And it wasn't a knock against him. It was just, hey, you know what? This just makes it so that, hey, even if there's a big mistake, it doesn't really affect anything, because it's the tracks, you know? Yeah. Uh, the guitar was more of, like, hey, it's there. He can kind of do some creative stuff. And he did. It was great. But, like, I, I believe in, hey, if you're going to bring guys out to play, let them play. And let them maybe even interpret the song. It's like I, my, you know I me, mean? my rule is always: look, don't you know? It doesn't have to be the way it is on a record. It just has to feel that way. It has to make the song has to feel the same way as it does, or better than the record. And it's crazy to hear like how like you you'll play Jonathan will play guitar um, for me on a song, and the stuff he plays so different from what you might play. And it's been true. I've had a guy. Uh, um, uh, Jordan Smith, uh, JD, he came out and he did some stuff that like, man, and and that guy sometimes can play a guitar. It sounds like there's two guitars playing, doing different things. I don't know how he does it. But in the way, you, like Nathan's played guitar, you guys all interpret the songs differently. That makes it fun for me. But I've, you know, again, and what's cool about it, if it's like, yeah, I'm not really feeling that tone, you guys are like, okay, and you change it. You're happy to do it. Now, Victor might rebel and go, yeah, you're right. It doesn't work and do it anyway. And then later I'm like, <laughs> then later I'm like, well, bro, that was awesome. He goes, yeah, it's the same thing you told me not to do. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but the other thing, so there's two things. There's the the freedom of being able to do whatever I want. And you you don't know this. Every, every other artist I've played with knows this because I tell them whenever it happens. Every other artist knows this because I tell them whenever it happens. Whenever something goes down, when tracks go down, my ears go down, I just get a big grin on my face. And yeah. it's funny because whenever it's happened, I could see the, like Chris said, the, oh, no, the, the, hello, darkness, my old friend. Yep, yep, yep. Come to, in your eyes whenever it yeah. happens. And my eyes are the complete opposite. I'm like, yeah, yeah. game on. And it's just like I yeah. lock into your symbol and I'm just like, oh. You know, that's the best. One really cool thing, I gotta say, appreciate Victor very much. We we were doing it was my hometown show, you know, and and it was pretty hot in that building that night. And uh, for some reason, we just didn't have any water bottles on the stage. And I think we got into like <laughs> song three, and we kind of had like a little break in between, after song three, where I kind of talk a little bit, and my voice is kind of like, "Hey, this is really good to be here." And like, I didn't have to say anything. All of a sudden, Victor's just like bolts off the stage, and I'm like, "What?" Okay. Um, so anyway, you know, I just kind of, and he knew I was going to talk for probably about another minute or so, and shows up with a water bottle for me, man. Save the day for me. I appreciated that. I love that show because the power died twice. Yeah, that that was that was one of those shows where you know the and and, and you know that that can happen, man. Like, and it it the interesting thing is like, look, that stuff's going to happen. How do you deal with it? You know, and sure, you can get mad, cancel the show, or just be like, okay, we can deal with this. This is not going to be a problem. And, you know, what I find is, man, crowds are pretty cool when that stuff happens. It's like, oh, dang it. And, you know, I always just kind of laugh it off, like, well, okay. And then I just assure people, like, look, hey, you know, we're going to try to fix this. Hey, we don't really need this stuff, worst case, you know. And that has happened. We one time had that happen, and um, it, and part of the problem was that that particular church, <laughs> they valued their um, – 
their deep fryer over us having a, an electrical <laughs> outlet. They, they were like, you know, now we, we're doing we're doing deep fried Twinkies. Well, we we need we need a different outlet. This one keeps blowing, and they're just like, but we're making deep fried Twinkies. It's like. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, so we actually had spent sent, spent all day setting up lights and same, everything. Was that the same one? I could not get a clean RF signal no matter what I tried. No, no, no you were. No. This, this, this was like running like three hundred foot cables from yeah. the grass to the. Yeah. It, and honestly, I, I blame myself because they wanted to set us up closer to church. I didn't like us being the grass. The grass was like slanted. It was weird. I'm like, there's no way that's gonna work. So let's let's put it out in the parking lot. And there so, was a wedding or procession the the, the same day. <laughs> No, there wasn't. But yeah, because we we, we you were weren't. outside and you saw the people in like the tuxes and the the fancy dresses and they were all. No, you you weren't on that run. That no, wasn't you. No. The, the one where the power died twice. No, no, that was, that was different. What show oh, okay. was that? <laughs> the that was when, that was the first time I met Randy. Yeah, that was. Um, so okay, so the, the initial show I'm talking about, we were playing somewhere up in Pennsylvania. It was probably a year before that one. Okay. Um, or maybe no, the, it, we, it was like August. It was like an August run, and then you came on that October run. That was 2018. Okay. And no, it's 2019 because I was I was I was I had my cool leather jacket after I lost all the weight. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. Um, but yeah, we we had learned a hard lesson there, and we ended up finishing the show acoustic. What bugs me about that? And listen, I we liked it better. People came up to us. <laughs> wow, we liked the acoustic better. I was just kind of like, oh, thanks. I wish you would have told us. We saved us four hours of setting up. Gosh. But um, you know, yeah. But that kind of stuff can happen. What, what What's really funny sometimes though is. When we try to be spontaneous on stage, and sometimes it works great, other times, not quite so much. And uh, we were, <laughs> this is a Victor because Victor loves what I do. he loves his <laughs> he loves doing his little spin moves and stuff, and you know people love it. They'll come up and they're just like, "How do you do that?" I don't even know how they do it. I watch it on video. <laughs> it gets this weird kick thing, and um, you know, so him and the guy playing bass at the time, his name's Jordan. Um, they had done a, um, they, during like the last song of the set, it was his name is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they had kind of on stage sort of non-verbally decided they were going to do this spin move thing during like the last chorus. So I'm kind of like, Hey, I'm going to get involved in this. Like th what they're going to spin, I'm going to spin too. Um, so I kind of, we came around and like they had done the spin and I'm thinking, okay, cool. They're going to do it again. Like they did last time. So it, we get to like the second, it was like the second chorus of a double chorus. And I, I just spin around for no reason and they didn't do it. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that was awkward. Uh Oh, and it's almost like you guys playing. That it was funny, but, um, but it, it's funny. Some of the nonverbal stuff that can have, that can happen on stage with, with a band. And, and I think that's, that's kind of a, weird thing that happens just weird oneness you know you just kind of look at each other and you just know like i mean i remember there was a show we had some girl playing with us um doing backup vocals and her mic died and i didn't really know what was going on uh except for that like i couldn't hear her. so i just kind of looked and i remember like looking making eye contact and just knowing that oh like she's telling me her mic her batteries died so i look at the sound guys over there and it was just like i just it was almost like I heard them go, the batteries are dead. Okay. Like just non-verbally. It's weird the non-verbal communication that happens on a musical stage. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, just like when uh we were talking or um 
we were talking before we started recording about a time when we started playing a song and it was just like, man, it was, we train wrecked it. And me and Chris look at each other and I just knew he was just like, can we stop, please? <laughs> can we stop playing this song? It's all, I mean, everything was wrong about it, you know? Um, but man, it, it, you know, it's, it's crazy that we can have all those crazy fun moments and look back on them and laugh at least, you know? Um, I mean, it, one thing I will say, out of everybody who's played for me, I think Nathan's the only one I don't have a story where I'm like, yeah, Nathan really messed this up. Like, that just has never happened. I don't do that. Yeah, no, you really don't. I mean, the only negative, the only thing I can ever say is funny about Nate is that, like, he's always going to be late. He doesn't mean to be, but he always is a few minutes late. And it's just kind of become a thing where it's like, yeah, I know, you'll be late. Uh, I, I plead the fifth. Please. But, but you're not wrong. There. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of interested. There are so many <laughs> kind of interested to amendments hear these stories the that Tom has on us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's that? I'm kind of interested to hear these uh, stories that you have on us. Oh, they're just silly ones, you know. Oh. <laughs> just you said, you said you got ammo, bro. Where's I the do. fire? Come on. Oh man, you guys really want me to? Well, I mean, I I kind of I mean, okay, I mean, I kind of touched on it briefly. I didn't want to. I didn't. Wa I decided I didn't want to roll you guys under the bus. We already shared his sleepwalking story. You gotta share. It's you gotta share the, best the one. You gotta share the ocean song one. Oh, that one was. <laughs> yeah, funny. Is that was that my fault or was it your fault? No, 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 no. One hundred percent my fault. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, let's back it up. Thousand percent my fault. I. <laughs> I'll tell you why. That's fair. I'll take the blame on it for oh, because. Well. I think what that was, um, that was my fault because one, I knew the person who was gonna absolutely request the song was coming. Her name is Laura Jacobs, uh, incredible fan, um, huge supporter. So and she loves, loves, loves the song Ocean. And I've threatened for a long time to not play it anymore. I've, and, and it's just, it's not, that, it's not that I don't love the song, it's just time to move on from it. It's the first single I ever put out. I have other music, other, just a different sound. And I have found, at least from my perspective, I've played it and I feel like people are like, okay, we get it. It's because it, the song is a little on the long side. So anyhow, I just didn't, I haven't prepped Jonathan really for it. I mean, granted, I do supply everybody in my crew with materials, charts, things like that. Cause I mean, I know some artists will just be like, yeah, go on Spotify, learn my songs. I prefer to send out charts, give you tracks because I want to give you guys every opportunity to be successful and, you know, and at that point, if if I haven't done that, then I mean, I I, because, again, it's like if 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 I haven't done that, then I just feel blameless. Like, well, I gave him everything. It's kind of really on him where it, uh, and at the end of the day, I do feel like the easier I make things on everybody, the the more successful everything's going to be. Um, so with that said, um, I just kind of we hadn't played it. I told him not to worry about it. And, you know, dear old Laura's like, please play Ocean. I'm like, Ugh. and I was just like, no, sorry. And to be fair, the only reason it could be your fault is you're like, yeah, man, let me listen to it. We'll be fine. <laughs> so I'm like, because we had played it before. And, and typically I can, I can usually listen to a song one time through. Got it. And it also, I have the charts because you provide all that stuff. I'm like, let me look at the chart one yeah. time. Let me we listen have, like, to it. no internet. We're in the middle of a cornfield or whatever and that, that was. And yeah. get, that was the problem because I'm trying to pull the chart up and I'm looking at Chris and I'm like, I can't get the chart. Oh, I'll no. go, then I'm like, I'll go on Spotify and literally the song will play and stop. <laughs> play and stop. Five minutes later, I'm 25 seconds into the song and I'm like, 
I'm gonna have to go off memory. I'm like, this is it. That's yeah. all I got. So yeah. So it's like, hey, you good for it? Yeah, all right, let's give it a shot. So here's the funny part though, is all right, we come up because they wanted this particular venue is like an outdoor thing. Mm. They wanted us to break our break my show up into sets, which thankfully it was an acoustic thing. We just did one acoustic, we did a drum, you know, drummer, and uh so, <laughs> so um I'm like, all right, so Laura Jacobs, this song's for you. And she is not anywhere to be found. Oh, no, I forgot about that. So we're like, uh, uh, okay, uh, we'll play something else. So we played something else. And then she finally shows up. Oh, my gosh, did I miss it? No, no, we're fine. We'll play Ocean. Okay, cool. So drummer goes to intro it, and he's like, uh, I don't remember what key it is. Whatever, whatever I had in my mind after running yep. through it was gone because yeah. we did this other song. So it was like, oh, okay, we're, we're going we're gonna to start that again. Ready? Okay. So then I'm literally like, in his ear going like, dude, it goes da, 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 da. He's like, yeah, I got it, I got it, cool. So we start playing it, and I, to, to, he just, I don't know what he was playing. And so I just start singing the first verse, which is, you know, uh, I am, uh, I am, what is it? I am, I don't even know the words. I am fading across the blue horizon, drifting, dreaming. And they're just playing everything wrong. So I changed the words to that the band would know the song. (laughs) You know, and then then I changed it to I am broken, longing for the right chords. (laughs) And so then then it gets to the drifting, uh, 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 like the ocean. And he doesn't know it, so I'm like, da 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 da. <laughs> I, like, I just lost the yeah. count. I was like, oh yep. my god. Yeah, and he's just like, I'm not sure what to do. Da 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 da. So anyway, we we chopped the crap out of it, but you know, like the last half, we kind of had it. Yeah, it was like, that. all right, it'll work, and but it's still pretty funny. And um, you know, look, I think it's moment. I think it's it. You know, look, I, I don't know too many bands that go out and play something that they weren't planning to play and nail it oh, a thousand percent. I think, sure, some bands might pretend like, oh, I don't, I haven't played that song in years. And they kind of knew they were going to get asked for that song for some reason. And they prepped for it. We didn't. And you know what? For not prepping it, doing all the circumstances, man, I am proud of the way that went. I 100% had that song stuck in my head for days after. I couldn't. The, it was just, the actual version yeah, or no, Tom's version? No, trust me. The, like the actual, the actual, yeah. No, no, Tom's obviously. Yeah. Now, Tom's song. Now, I, let me ask you guys this because it's kind of become the norm for us to all kind of we all end up singing different weird parodies of my songs when we're on the road for some reason, and like, it, so is is that hard to get out of your head when we're on the stage? <laughs> yeah. The parody versions. Yeah. You know, like we, the, his name is Jesus. Sometimes I'll kind of walk around like his name is Marvin. He works at Wendy's. You know, just kind of make silly lines, or you know, I think I don't think I've heard that one yet. Like or like making moves. Like I, I was like, I'm wearing shoes. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like what you know. I mean, I I think it was one one one. I think one day someone's like, "What are you drinking, booze?" I'm like, "I'm drinking booze," and everyone was cracking up laughing about it, but. You know, but uh, and we weren't drinking booze for the record, but uh, that will admit. But I think it was the first time I played with you was at that festival. Um, I don't remember, I think it was in Indiana or something like that, and it was in like the big covered areas, the outdoor thing. Yeah, and you and you did that, and it was in my ears. And a part of me went, Oh my god, I hope he's okay. 
<laughs> I hope he's okay. Yeah. You know, and, and then the you know, and then the worst part is like uh actually I think I skipped making moves that day mm-hmm. just because I'm like, I can't do the run. Yeah. My voice was so like, I just like, there's no way I'm doing moves. I didn't even do it right there, but like I couldn't make my voice do that. I'm like, it was just like moves. No, no, not singing this song. I'm I ruined it, you know. And and to be fair, I mean, look, it's post-COVID. At that point, I maybe sung long period of time like once you know and and that as you know as a singer it takes its toll on you you know Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah man you know it's it's just you just never know what's gonna happen out there you know but uh so as far as um like new in the new year like what are you guys all looking forward to musically i mean whether it's individually playing with me playing with other people like what 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 are you like nathan what are you looking forward to the most musically Man, I've been doing a lot less. It's so it's ironic. Uh, my wife and I moved here in 2020, um, so she could go to school. So we moved to Nashville as a guitar player, as a audio engineer, producer. Like, sweet, we're moving to Nashville. This is incredible. This is a great place to move to. And I have done so little of that compared <laughs> to what I was doing beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like. I think 2022, like, finally, be after being here for, um, we moved to August 2020, so it is now, like, today it's been, like, a year and three months or so, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Uh, I think finally, actually, like, being able to, like, take steps towards doing something musical, like, not just, like, oh, yeah, I met Tom, he needs a guitar player. Like, yeah. yeah, I'll play with, I like Tom, I'll play with Tom, and we go and do some weekend runs, like, I think actually being able to, like, start working towards some of those musical goals I've had before uh, moving from Minnesota to here, like, things I was aspiring to in Minnesota and coming back here, or then coming down here and, like, trying to get my feet wet, and obviously, like, the time I moved down was not the time for that. Mm. Um, and, I like, like you had mentioned, like, we all know there was a year and a half where we struggled with music yeah. like and audio and video and like just all the creative aspects of media that we um we expected to have in front of us cuz we were working towards it and seeing that grow like everything just stopped yeah yeah it's um, crazy it's crazy so coming back into like this new season where things are opening up again, I think finally actually being able to take steps in that direction. Yeah. On a not on a I should say on a less casual note. Yeah. Where it's like finding someone I enjoy being around and hanging with and being introduced to their group of people and like, yeah, like I can go on a weekend. Like I think these guys will be a lot of fun. And not and then like, okay, now it's like six weeks because my life is just busy in the way. I think being able to like now that my feet are planted, 2022, just going for it, doing stuff, making moves, to quote. Uh, there it is. Yeah. To Bars. Quote. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So how about you, Victor? What are you looking forward to, like, moving forward and in the new year? I mean, you know, we're in Christmas season, about to get into the new year. What are you looking forward to with when it comes to music? I mean, as far as music goes, like, so I I lucked out, and COVID is probably, the COVID season from 2019 to 2021 is probably the most active I've been as far as, uh, minus, like, a 
big tour that I had in 2018. But after that, like as far as working and networking and meeting new people and doing stuff, mm. I got somebody new on the phone every week. And it's great to have that network because I'm all the way up in Minnesota. And luckily, uh, local shows were starting to come back at the end of 2019. Mm. And there were bands or pop punk bands that needed a guitar player for that night because uh, someone tested something because they were coming back, but not in full force. Right, and, right. And so... As as like a lot of a lot of people got to know each other because bands were swapping musicians for all these shows that they had because there was all times if you have five members in a band and one of them can't make it they're gonna find somebody from someone else hey I got somebody that can play this show I can play this show and with that there was also I had a lot of writing opportunities I got my first, actually you know it was, it was pretty cool in 2020 I got my first top 200 rock song on Spotify that's right on yeah. Spotify when right. I that was pretty great yeah. Yeah. yeah so that was wild. Yeah, that was wild when I did that song, and that was completely unexpected. That's great. And like with co- a lot of like, obviously with the with it's it was a tough season for a lot of people. But honestly, before COVID, before COVID hit twenty eighteen and then early twenty nineteen, I was a wreck. Yeah. I was probably the happiest when I was on the road, and then when I got home, I just hated it. Yeah, I hated it home because I didn't have anything at home. I graduated college, yeah. and I didn't have anybody or anything. I had a one bedroom apartment all to myself. Yeah, and then through COVID, through 2019, and going into 2022, I have an amazing girlfriend. I got two dogs. I have uh, a better house that 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 I moved out of the apartment. Uh, I I'm, I'm able to take time off to come to Nashville to shoot someone's podcast that. Like, like, man, I, I'm debating on whether or not it's a battle to decide whether I like this person or not every day. But yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know who that is. Yeah, no idea. No. But essentially, I would say that I've had the time. Now I kind of had the bandwidth to and the motivation uh, to better myself back in the roots of my craft because I've been in creative mode a lot. Yeah. I've been in creative mode, and creative mode spawns from discipline and in your craft and actually doing it. Mm. I haven't learned a new song on guitar in years. Mm. I haven't learned a new yeah. song. I, I need to learn all of Taylor's new album. Mm. I need to sit <laughs> with that. It's going to take you 10 down. minutes. <laughs> I need to sit down. <laughs> just, just as, as somebody who bought the record, trust <laughs> me, it's going to take you 10 minutes. minutes. No, Romeo, like, take me somewhere we can be alone. I'll be waiting. So, can't get my finger. So as, as someone... Also from Minnesota, it's interesting to hear that you felt like COVID was your your time where you really like started to flourish in a direction. Mm-hmm. So was your background like mostly live shows or like did it switch to COVID when you started doing more production like for real? Because for me, my background before kind of the world shut down for that season was doing three or four nights a week. I was playing casinos across the entire Midwest. Mm-hmm doing country band variety stuff so like all of a sudden i had nothing yeah and i like had to go work in a warehouse just to make sure i had food on the table and that's that's what happens like you move to nashville like i I totally identify with that and and i didn't mean to cut off and i'll definitely want i'm gonna let you finish (laughs) 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 speaking of taylor yeah i'm gonna let you finish but i i just i wanted to speak on that because man i i know what that's like like because I went from, I mean, I was like emceeing events, putting on events, playing, you know, singing. I mean, just not not to, like what I was doing on Long Island compared at all to what I was doing now. But like, you know, I was at least singing in churches and getting to do stuff. And suddenly I'm sitting on my couch like, 
I don't know when I'm ever going to touch a microphone again. What did I do? What? I made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I signed a, I signed a lease. Oh, there's a panic that sets in, you know? And of course you realize that's just, that ends up not, of course that might feel like that because it's not what you used to, but I get that, man. That's, that's not an easy season. Mm -hmm. oh, I know. Yeah. And essentially what happened, what, what my background was mm -hmm. is, uh, Oh, so and you know, another, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> So for 2018, I was actually when I, where I went to school. They had like a touring act, and I was on the road for two summers. For two summers, I was out for four months, and then at the end of 2018, I was out on the road for four months doing youth camps and stuff like gotcha. that. Gotcha. Yeah. And when I got home, I was working on at I was on staff at two churches playing guitar for them. Uh, mm -hmm. One on Wednesdays, one on Sundays, and I was alternating. And I had finished. Uh, our, my my band's first album and I was doing writing for that so I've always been right I've been doing production since I was probably 16 years old in mm -hmm. high school mm -hmm. and I really took it to the next <clears throat> level when show stopped and when everything stopped with that uh and it kind of got off the ground with this guy being like I don't know how you came to the conclusion after the first tour because this is after the first tour we ever went on you're like mm -hmm. you want know, to work on a song <laughs> well it, it wasn't so much that I if you remember it, I had written a song with Chris Sly. It was mm -hmm. called uh, I'm Letting Go. And, you know, at that time, the the uh, Jorge Lopez is, was, was producing a lot of my stuff. You know, and he was kind of like, man, I'm getting busy with a lot of things. I'm not really doing much producing anymore. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to – I'm just not producing anything that's not my own anymore. So I was like, oh, okay. So I wasn't sure what to do, and I was kind of like, just try I was in between producers looking for something, you know, and you had been like, dude, I got ideas because I let you hear the demo, which the demo was nothing more than like a synth loop and, and Chris Sly singing on it. Mm -hmm. And you were like, dude, I got ideas. Let me let me try it. And I told I made you a deal. I said, well, I'll tell you what. Actually, at the time, I didn't. I, you had said I could make a sick track. I said, tell you what, if you make a track, I'll you, you know, and I like it. I'll use the track mm -hmm. thinking, you know, well, I'll still probably have another producer you know, finish some other things. And meant like the first track you sent me, well, granted it wasn't even close to what we ended landed on, but it was like, oh, I like this. I like where you're heading. You know what? Let's do it. And and I realized that like I can have you build the track. I had access to the same vocal guy that that was doing stuff when I had Jorge doing my uh, producing. I had access to all the same people and I'm kind of like, oh, well maybe I can try to like kind of sit in the, the producer chair myself and just kind of pull all the strings and let, you know, just kind of similar to what George did, except George actually played drums on it. Yeah. And, uh, man, like the track he came up with was fire. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I I'm going to chase this. I like this. And that was the yeah. springboard. That was the springboard yeah. that kind of got me up after that because well, for as far as some of the other clients that came for me after that, and mm -hmm. I got lucky that I didn't end up having to seek people out to work with them after that is they just, mm -hmm. I would get a text and be like, hey, uh, what do you think of this track? What What do you think it needs? What do you think on that? And then it would lead into, okay, how much would this cost for you to do? And I'm just like, okay, I thought you just wanted an opinion. <laughs> yeah, want. no, it's it's really cool, and and you know so th that's really what boils down to, man. And you know, I've I've kind of I've kind of looked at like, man, as an artist, like, look, I, there's people who are above me or people who've been doing this a long time. That man, I I would love them to give me a shot. You know, hey, let me let me open for you. Let me go on one run with you. Let's see how it goes. Maybe we can write together. Let's try it. And not enough people are willing to try new things or let people, you know, hey, I'll, I'll let you do it and see how it goes. And that just does, that's just not the norm. So I'm like, well, I I kind of want to be the person who kind of 
be is able to go, man, this I gave this guy uh, this guy a shot and it worked great. And, you know, maybe I'm part of his story year, years later or, you know, maybe even better. He's part of my story as well. Like, um, man, like, I mean, how great would it be to like, a couple, maybe, I don't know, maybe like the next release I put out, maybe that takes off. And it's like, man, you know, this all got started because, you know, you you asked me for a shot to, hey, let me give me a shot to impress you. And we went for it, you know, mm -hmm. and that's that's been great, man. It's it, it I have not regretted giving people a chance when they've asked for it. Um, because man, like seriously, like, I mean, at, at some point I gave all of you guys a shot without even really just trusting a gut, you know, like, I mean, Nathan, think about it. Like our you, first conversation. Yeah. Like our first conversation, like honestly, I, I, I didn't ask you didn't audition. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, man, like you want to play? Sure. And you know, you just came over for rehearsal and mm -hmm. it was like, yeah, no problem. Like you got this, you know, what I think is funny about Nathan is that if you ask Nathan to do anything or you're like, yeah, you can do that. He's like, Oh yeah. Like he's just got this like, <laughs> Oh yeah. It's like it, he was actually going to play drums one time. And I'm like, you can, you can play drums. He's like, Oh yeah. And I'm like, that's all I need. I'm like, when he, when he gets the face, the, Oh yeah. I'm like, I, he's fine. I got it. But yeah, like you, you know, you exude enough confidence and I'm like, well, either this dude's a really good liar or he he knows what he's doing and it's dude it's, it's been right every time you know um fun if it, and i would say chris i i would say if i had to say about anyone giving anyone a chance chris gave me a chance when most people might have because he chris came on to play with me during a season where man it was a weird my band was kind of in flux like you know so i i had some guys that i that it was time to let him go you know i had i had a drummer move away and I had a guy playing for me and it, it was great, man. He, he played with me a couple of years and we were tight, but it was just, it was time to move on. And that happens. It was just time. And, uh, and I was also dealing with my mom and cancer and just, it, and I felt like guilty thinking about going on the road and like, you know, it was tough. And, you know, Chris came to like the first rehearsal and I was kind of really out of sorts. Like I hadn't been organized like I normally am. And, you know, Poor Chris shows up to a rehearsal and like even the guitar player hadn't even practiced the songs in forever and didn't know the songs. And Chris is kind of like, you didn't tell me what songs to learn. So it was and it was a mess. And, you know, I called him to be like, hey, uh, what's up? Like something felt off. And he actually was like, man, you know, um, I just I feel like what with what you and he kind of just called out some of the things he felt like it was an issue. And I was like, well. Oh, and he just kind of told me, like, look, man, I want to play for you. You just you got to tell me what to know. And if you do that for me, I promise you it's going to be great. And, I, you know, again, I was like, cool. Well, great. Like, I'll take your word for it. Like, thank you for fighting for the opportunity to say, yeah, I know that was a rough rehearsal, but here's why. And everything he said made sense. And then he had a few critiques for where I was doing things. And I'm like, wow, you're right. Some changes need to be made. And I made those changes. And, you know, like, so Chris, gave, we, we gave each other a chance really in that because it was like, you know, um, I don't think I gave him like a great representation of what I do in that moment. You know, the, the best, the, really, I think what sold me on Chris is when we first met, we sat down and one of the first things he says to me is like, you know, man. You know what? I've always like wanted to like play a festival or something and like get into a fight with another band. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't even care if you can play. You're hired, dude. I mean, he's this big guy. He's a big guy. I'm like, dude, you 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 want to brawl with another band? <laughs> You're in. 
I'm in. Let's do it. Let's go. Let, you know. And, and, and then we proceeded to talk for another two hours. And he's like, dude, you're like, let's give this a shot. And I was like, oh, I should probably mention that I'm pretty hard of hearing. Oh, yeah. I remember that, that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He brings that up at the very <laughs> end. The very end. And I'm kind of like, oh, can you hear the click? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, it's fine, fine. I'm like, okay. And, you know, and then he's like, well, uh, he's like, uh, uh, oh, oh, who was it? Um, who was the artist you brought up that you played Cajon for? <laughs> Brandon Heath. You're like, Brandon Heath said I was the best Cajon player ever. I'm like, oh, that's uh, fine. Oh, that, that'll work. That'll it, work. It was Phil Joel. Oh, was it Phil Joel? I, thought, Phil it, I Joel. thought it was Brandon I played, I played, one, I paid two shows with Brandon. I did, I did one show. Or one song for two shows for Brandon Heath. But Phil Joel, like, went out of his way. I thought that was pretty cool. So, Phil Joel, if you're listening, thanks. Did, did you play with Phil? Uh, or did I, you play with Brandon and Phil complimented that performance? No, it was two separate. Just oh. Things. Do you know Ben Garrett? Ben Garrett. Plays a guitar. Played guitar for Zealand for a little while. I do not. Oh. Long story short. <laughs> Dude, he Phil, doesn't know him. Phil Joel is hands down probably one of the coolest people I've ever met. I mean, just such a chill, chill guy. And, um, man, he, he gave me so much confidence one time. Um, I, I played a, f a small festival up in Iowa with him. Um, and he was there super early with us. We were doing sound check and, um, they, I guess they had like a rental car with them. So like, so he gets in the rental car and actually like, cause it, the, the festival is like in the middle of a big racetrack. So he actually pulled his car around in front of the stage and rolled his windows down to listen to sound check. And we played most of one song and he kind of like beeped his horn and went like thumbs up and it was like, and then it drove off. And I was just like, uh, yeah, he, he, he dug, he dug, he dug it. All right. You know, this is awesome. And just hanging out with him later in the day, it was just like so cool. And, you know, he like, it's guys like him just, you know, they make it, um, you know, they take, especially like that seat. I was like my super, super rookie, you know, and just they really set you at ease by like, you know, hey, look, shows like, because it wasn't a well-attended festival. And he's like, look, this is normal. Don't worry. There's a lot of these shows that just not a lot of people come and just, you know, come and do what you do and do it to the best you can. It's going to, you know, it's just, it's, it's just not, you know, it's, it's, it's not really a, a huge deal. Cause you know, we were a little bummed. We're like, man, we came all this way. Where, where's everybody? And you know, there was a threat of Wayne and things like that, but you know, super, super great guy, man. But dude, I, so, um, I, bef so I kind of want to wrap up the, the, the talking portion of this. Cause w I want to play some games. This is a Christmas party, right? Chris is a party animal over there with his festive shirt. I have my ugly Christmas sweater. Um, you have your ugly church sweater. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you. You know, uh, Victor has his <laughs> festive um, reindeer. Um, so we're going to play uh, Pin the Nose on the Reindeer. No, oh, no we're not going to do that. <laughs> but um, I do want to play a quick little game. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to go around the table and have a little fun. Oh, it's no. a game called Underrated Overrated. Okay. Now, you can... Now, and what I mean by this is, if you've never heard of underrated, overrated, basically, if you feel like the general consensus in the world is that, you know, that's appropriately rated, fine. That's a good rating. If you think, man, it's way underrated, more people should like this, great. If you think, man, way too many people like this thing, it's overrated. And you can give your reasons why, okay? Um, now, I just have random, this is all kind of off the top of my head. So I'm going to have a little bit of fun with it, okay? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to start with Chris and say, underrated or overrated, lead singers. <laughs> Asking a drummer. 
Underrated or overrated? Lead singers. Oh, man. I mean, they're absolutely necessary. Um, <laughs> unnecessary. I'm going to say overrated. Oh, oh. Specifically, which which singers do you play for? That, no, I'm just totally kidding. I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to say appropriately rated. Since we all... This is my this is my nine coming out here. Oh man! Since we're since we all serve a purpose, everyone is equal. Milk toast. Oh. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so. I, sorry, you already submitted your answer. Okay. Over, Your honest I'm, answer. We're gonna we're gonna rewind that, and then I'm just gonna say overrated. Okay. We'll stick with overrated. Stick I like that. Overrated. All right. So Nathan. Yeah. Underrated or overrated? Beards. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> a tough one because we the all darkness. have one. Yeah. Yes. The darkness uh, lies within you. Overrated. Wow. You know what? No, 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 no. Don't, uh, I'm going to agree with him. I agree with him because, like, look, we don't have hair on our head. I would take some gorgeous flowing locks. <laughs> And I would t- I would sacrifice I would go babyface if I could style hair on my head however I want because there's only a certain there's a finite style of hats that you can wear <laughs> you only got so much to choose from for headwear so so here's here's the thing right um, when your beard gets to a certain length it gets itchy mm-hmm. it's that skin underneath it's not your beard mm-hmm. no because you're not exfoliating yeah if you don't exfoliate that's it's it. Everything underneath the surface of the beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No bueno. Mm-hmm. There's, and when your beard gets to a point, you can manage that hair, but you just you can't like easily manage what's underneath the beard. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. I do it all the time. Beards are the safety net for bald dudes. That's what it is. It's a safety net for bald dudes because because like if you're if you have a full head of hair, you already look good. If you have a full head of hair and a beard, that's amazing. You just, you, you just but if you have no hair and no beard, then it's creepy. We then you're Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you're Jeff Bezos. So okay. Oh, so uh, Jonathan, underrated or overrated? Drummers. Man, I would actually honestly say underrated. I'd be really honest. That's yeah. true. Yeah, the first thing I I think about or care about when I listen to anything is what's the rhythm section doing, and hundred hundred percent underrated. <laughs> okay, if the drummer's off, everything's off. Okay, Victor, uh, underrated or overrated? Apple products. Ah! <laughs> Nathan's getting tight over here. He's like the better answer, the right, Mister Company Man over here. <laughs> Incredibly, you know what? No, 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 no. They're overrated. They're entirely overrated because it's my own fault. Oh, Nathan. It's my own fault that I have you know that ecosystem because. Okay, Nathan's twitching over here. Oh, no. <laughs> it's completely overrated because, um, like, they, they, Apple does software that nobody else does. There are alternatives to that software that do the exact same thing, but it takes time to learn. It takes time. I already put the time in on my Mac. I don't want to learn something else. And if I if I have to learn something else, then I 
they make me pay so I don't have to learn something else. <laughs> that's all it is. It's like that's a good answer. I like that. Okay, that's funny. I was kind of hoping to. I was kind of hoping to start a debate between you and Nathan there, but Nathan seems. Uh, you might have to plead the fifth since you do work for Apple. I I think. I I enjoy I okay. I enjoy Apple products. I enjoy the experience I get while using an Apple product, and I enjoy the culture um, from the teams that I've been a part of at Apple mm. or, like, doing experiences uh, like the Today at Apple sessions and, like, going through those kinds of experiences. Like, I've ex- I've enjoyed those cultural moments of the Apple yeah. culture. Um I've drank the apple juice. <laughs> like, I I am in after learning a ton about the products. Like, I see how they're beneficial for me. I see how they can be beneficial for other people. But like you had mentioned, once you learn something, for some people, you can't unlearn or you don't have the time or you don't want to put the time in to learn something else. Exactly. And you just make do with what you've got. Exactly. If you're going to use an inferior product... Like you can mess around and find out. Like you just you just deal with your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you. I, so, I would, so if you wanted to start a fight, your whole metric and how you're doing this is wrong. You have to say one subject, and then we all say underrated or overrated. So, so okay. for example, so that, Dove Awards underrated or overrated? Yeah, I'm, overrated. Not, I'm definitely not going to go there. But so um, that leads me to actually my last. That actually leads me to my last. Um, I have my last two. So these last two, I'm going for. Uh, I'm going to ask underrated over it, and I want us all to answer at the exact same time on three and see what the different answers are. And we can certainly discuss. I think it'll be interesting. So, and this could be controversial. This may be the one that we, you know, that gets Instagram, TikTok, you name it. So choose wisely because we may have to defend these answers later. Okay, so. Underrated or overrated? Answer on three. Worship music. One, two, three. Overrated. 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 Adequately rated. Adequately rated. Adequately rated. rated. I I said wildly overrated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm more inclined Mm -hmm. to actually agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it serves its purpose and and, and ensure it reaches... It reaches people. It does all those things. But as music goes, as as clever lyrics go, as melodies, it's a wildly, wildly well, overrated. I think it's such a narrow scope of, and we've talked about this. It's such a narrow scope of what worship means and what worship is, and it defines. It takes an entire expression. It's it's a it's mm. a living. It's a it's a breathing thing, and it confines it to a style that's just. All it really is, it's all knockoff U2 and Coldplay. <laughs> um, and, then, and then let's be really honest. And it's like, and I, there's other groups right now that are popping up, and I, I don't want to go into specifics because I just, I know people connected to these groups and stuff. But it's like, there's groups that are popping up right now known for like the stripped back nature and this kind of communal thing. And I'm like, people have been doing this for 15, 20 years. I grew mm. up in these movements that did what they're doing way better. And it bothers me that the celebrity culture that, talks about how much we shouldn't be celebrities yeah that i don't mind celebrity work i don't Mm. mind celebrity singers i don't mind that kind of stuff but i feel like it's this double-faced thing 
It just feels weird. Okay. I, well, I, are, yeah. are we separating the music from the culture here? Yeah. Because if yeah, we're talking, if I'm we're talking, talking about I'm the culture, about it's the tough for me to split the two. But I, I even even then, yes, I, yeah. I agree with for you. For me, yeah. it's for for me. What it is? I have I I I say overrated, but I'm not sure. The the right I have because I've written three of your songs. Yeah, but what, what, what but what I do it's not what, what I do is not worship music. I don't like write bit. it. Yeah. I don't write it from a worship artist perspective. And, yeah, and, I, and I don't. I don't. So I don't write worship, it either. Yeah, worship versus CCM. We're it's, different. They're completely those different. Two, right? They, uh, they're okay. yeah, They're very different. Okay. Things. Okay. okay. If that's tell, the case, I can comment. Yeah. Tell that rating. to the Dev Awards though, because they <laughs> they consider them the yeah. same thing. Yeah. So at this point, yeah, it's it's over. It does what it does for the mission in. In the environment that it's played in yeah. as far as the medium that it's played through music as a medium is so is endlessly complex mm-hmm. and you don't know what somebody like some of john mayer stuff is catchy and group like someone can appreciate the simple guitar playing it's not heavy it's not complicated it's just smooth mm-hmm. you get that smoothness Tasteful. there's different there's different textures it's like being at a golden corral that doesn't suck. Yeah. It's like yeah. being at a buffet that's not awful. It's like you got all this. You could get a little little crazy and put some ketchup on your mac and cheese. It's not mm. wrong. It's not right. But you just know you like it. So, okay. So my <laughs> final my final underrated overrated, and we can answer this one in unison. And this, is, this should be a fun one. Because none of y'all have have ever done this particular thing for me, and uh, I don't know. There might be some people who f- wildly disagree with us on this, but and I, I have a feeling that I kind of can predict who's going to say what. Mm-hmm. But ready on three, answer on three. Underrated, overrated, bass players. Underrated. Underrated. I agree. Underrated. Fully. Underrated. Oh, we were supposed to all answer on three, but. On on a track, underrated. Live, <laughs> overrated. Okay. It depends on the player, man. Completely depends on the player. Victor, overrated. <laughs> You're right. I, yeah, I, th- I think I'm gonna agree with Jonathan. I think it depends on the player because, like, I've been I've been in situations where you know just the guy's just laying down what he needs to do, like just boom, 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 and then I've had other guys, you know, yeah. and like I think. There's definitely a separation between those. Yeah, I, I used to be a guy who's like, who cares? It's in the track, doesn't matter. And you know what? And you got a really solid bass player live, and it just brings something to a live show. Or and, and even a solid bass player brings something to a recording that just isn't. It you know it it's it's definitely underrated big time, and I you know and again. It, I, there was a time where I would argue it so much, like, oh, it's space, it's space, who cares? It doesn't matter. And, man, it, it oh, can no. make or break a song. Mm-hmm. It's like guitar is hard to start, but once you get going, it's really easy to to fake being competent at. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of, oh, you can kind of figure it out as you're sorry. But you figure it out as you go. But, like, bass is, I've always thought it's easy to start. It may be easy to kind of like do the bare minimum, but to be a good bass player, to hold that rhythm section together, to really be in the pocket, like it might, it's it's a whole different world. Well, man, it is awesome that you guys are here and hanging out for a little bit of a Christmas party. We're going to play a little game. Um, and, you know, I think we're going to, um, so we're actually going to take a couple of a break because I need to get the sweatshirt off. I'm dying. Um, so we're going to take a few minute break and then we'll figure out how we can film and play the game for a little bit. All right. So the game's called Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Going to distribute these cards evenly. Every card has 
either a pizza, a cat, a goat, cheese, or a taco on it. Uh, you're gonna flip your card that way. So you flip the card like that, so okay. Flip it outwards, and you're gonna say in this order, taco, cat, goat, cheese, pizza. So if I'm first, I say taco, you say cat, you say goat, you say cheese, you say pizza. We've got the perfect number of people. We do have the perfect number mm -hmm. of people. If this card matches what you say, everybody slaps. Last person to slap takes the whole deck. The last person to slap. The last person to slap takes the whole deck. Now there's three special cards in this game. There is uh, the narwhal. And what the narwhal does, <laughs> what you have to do when a narwhal card comes up is you have to put your hands over your head first and then slap. Then there is the groundhog card. And that card you have to uh, knock the table. And then there's the gorilla. <laughs> And that you have to beat your chest. <laughs> so do the same thing four times with DC4 and then slap. If you slap and there and it's not supposed to be slapped, you take all the cards as punishment. Why actually if you got rings, take them off, please. If you got rings or watches on your hand, just or whatever hand you slap with. Alright, ready? So I'll start with taco, okay? Dark shuffle. Mm -hmm. Taco. Cat. Goat. Cheese. Pizza. Taco. Cat. Goat. No, 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 you no, keep no. it. Wait, you keep it. The, the last keep person to slap. Last oh, person to slap. Oh, person to slap. Bear in mind, I was the only person to do the okay, normal. That was the practice round. No, I did the practice round. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Taco. Cat. What's just happening? Taco. Cat. Goat. Taco. Cat. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, what? Taco. Cat. Goat. Cheese. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Uh, now we're going pro. We got this. We yeah, got yeah, this. All right, yeah. ready? Yep. You call. Taco. Oh, no. <laughs> you got the right. one card. I, like, you've been going. I had no idea. Play it, play it. Taco. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Taco. Cat. <laughs> Okay, 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 Cat. Go. Cheese. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. I've never moved this fast in my life. <laughs> Taco. Cat. Oh, shit. Ah, there, there you go. There you go. All right. Let's go. No. Launch it quick. Launch it quick. Taco. Cat. Go. Oh, oh, oh no. Nice. There you go. He's getting okay. too excited. I, I just saw pizza. I got excited. Sorry. <laughs> Taco. Cat. Go. Oh, ah, that was great. Uh, I think that was me. I think that was me. Taco. Cat. Go. Ah, <laughs> I saw the blue. We all, we all did. I'm glad it was I hesitated. That's the only thing that saved me. Right. Just Taco. Here. Cat. Goat. Cheese. Pizza. Taco. Cat. Goat. Whoever ah. <laughs> was last. Ah. Are you right there? Broken thumb. I think the rules say even if you flinch. 
Oh, okay. Let Jen do it. Yeah, that's us do it. So we'll do we'll do around in the next one. Okay, 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 okay. Since we're still okay. Taco, cat, goat, cheese, pizza, taco. Okay, we need a huge need a taco. Cat. Goat. Cheese. Ah! Ah! <laughs> I'll take that. Everybody's hands, okay? Well, I kind of went through a quick series of like. <laughs> yeah, it's like you see the card, and you're not sure which one you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I just love the right. freeze. Taco. Cat. Goat. Cheese. Pizza. Uh, Chris, what are you doing? Taco. <laughs> Cat. Uh, uh, narwhal. <laughs> this is going to... So Victor's going to be editing this, and Victor gets the pleasure of watching every angle of this. Oh it's going to be funny. I'm going to relive the pain. <laughs> Taco. Cat. Goat. Cheese. Pizza. Taco. <laughs> That's my bad. I saw it when he flinched it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Taco. Oh, God! That's, ah! that's, that's my card. That's all you can do. Okay, okay, okay. How do you only have two cards wow. left? What? Cheater. What? Wow. Someone's okay. sandbagging. Ready? Ready? Taco. Cat. Goats. Cheese. Pizza. Ah, he won. He, he won. won. He got it first. Okay. Okay. So for the folks at home, what's fun about this game versus like when Chris and I were talking on the on the, the podcast is we we're talking about uh, Egyptian Rats Group. That actually becomes a game of like sort of it's kind of like almost like you're counting cards. You're kind of paying attention to what that person might have. You're anticipating. And Chris is very good at that. Thankfully, he's not very good at this game. So <laughs> I don't have to throw anything or get mad or, or you know, I mean, I have this fantasy. I saw it in a movie once of like, I don't know, throwing a bullet at him and telling him like the next one's coming faster. Like that would be, <laughs> that would be cool. That'd be funny. This is the third hole we'd have to patch in the studio door this week. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, I did a desk pop. <laughs> <laughs> Taco. Yeah. Go. Cheese. Pizza. Taco. Cat. Go. It's mine. Oh, wait, 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 wait. To be fair, I knocked on the table. I didn't chest beat. Okay. So. Oh, honest. Uh, I'm oh, on man. camera. I can't lie. <laughs> Taco. Cat. Oh, we both. Ah, Come on. That yeah. was All right, really yeah, bad. Taco. Cat. Oh. Ah. Okay. Taco. Cat. Go. Cheese. Pizza. <laughs> Taco. Cat. Go. Cheese. Pizza. Taco. Oh, I knocked on the table again. I didn't say. Yeah. Taco. Cat. Go. Oh. Taco. Cat. Go. Cheese. Pizza. Taco. Cat. Go. Ah! Yeah! Yeah, you're in it! <laughs> Alright, taco. Cat. Ah, you flinched! You flinched! Go, cheese. Alright, alright. Taco. Cat. Goat. Cheese. Ah. <laughs> hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Suddenly, Tago! Yeah! Go! Cheese! <laughs> I don't even mind being the last one in when Victor's hand is just getting destroyed. It's like, I'm glad I'm the His last one. His livelihood is disappearing slowly as the game goes along. I need two fingers. That's all I need. I just need two fingers. Just Four. taco. Cat. Goat. <laughs> I only got Get one. Here, Chris. I only got one. Yeah. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> up gang signs? I'm a little. Champion of taco, yes. cat, goat, cheese, pizza. Uh, this camera, this camera, this camera to completely bite off of hot ones. Tell people what you have coming up. Man, uh, well, I have a record I'm working on right now. I'll be home for a while. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> Cut, wrap it. <laughs> 